Hello and welcome back. Mark and I are going to start the show today and we're snacking on frozen banana bites. After that, we're going to share some of the answers to the question that we asked about a time machine travel and we're going to talk about healthy foods. Mark's going to share a song and then we're going into paranormal points. So stick around because it's going to right back up now. <laughs> Welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. Take what was that? What? That's like take five or six or something. What is I with the giggles in you? No, I don't know. Oh my goodness gracious. It's Maybe it's just the excitement of having frozen banana bites. I know. What's a frozen banana? Okay, let's get to the food. kind of sort of healthy. I'm going to grab one now because I'm me, hungry. Let me explain. Oh, you have to explain. I mean, go ahead. Oh, okay. But you'll notice some have toothpicks. It's better if I'm eating and you're explaining right. and then we... Re- yeah, we reverse You'll that. notice some have toothpicks and some don't. Some have toothpicks on the side with not a toothpick skewered into... Oh, that means they've been janitized. Well, one is, yes, different than the other. Wait, they is are... this the janitized one or they the normal are. one? They both are. Oh. Um, so And so uh, I saw somebody had posted that you could make um, a snack for the kids that's like slightly healthier. And it's chocolate dipped bananas. But... What it is, is they're sandwiched. So you do the little banana discs and you put peanut butter in the center of the two banana discs. So then I froze them. And once they were frozen, then I dipped them in chocolate. But I have that brittle butter, which we've had before. Mm. And so what you have is the brittle butter one. And then the uh, ones without the toothpicks is regular peanut butter. Well, you know, I'm a peanut butter snob. Peanut butter I, I below know, me. I, I know. And I find the almond butter is bland and uh, it's so white bread. <laughs> well, my first impression. Go ahead. Is Groucho Marx. I got to tell you. you go right <laughs> or is that. That's a terrible impression. Or is that Nixon? Who I said, don't know, I, I don't know. got to tell you. Oh, that's tell Bob you. Hope. That's Bob Hope. <laughs> The, the nose. It's the nose. That's just for being goofy. Because, you know, Bob Hope and Nixon kind of had that nose. Well, it's that like is true. That slope. is true. Okay. Um, I I don't like him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the way your voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I just slapped you. No, I did make these no. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh, <laughs> the thing is, is that the banana, when it's frozen, because this is it's still not frozen right now. It's thawed out a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And it's mushy now. Oh, so now it's like it's not mushy like a like a good marshmallow covered choc- chocolate covered marshmallow mushy. Yeah. So go ahead, you take you take a bite. I probably shouldn't okay. have said anything until you bit it. Till you bit is you gonna you better get your hand underneath that. Uh-huh. That's gonna. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the mushiness of the banana, because you know once you fr- freeze a banana and thaw it out again, it's gonna be mushy. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, that's kind of like a. I feel like it. Uh, this is. You know what? You could probably sell this to kids as chocolate-colored slugs. <laughs> chocolate-covered mm-hmm. slugs, not chocolate... Col- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try not to start this show over. <laughs> right. We've got this. So did you did you get that? You, you ate the whole thing at once. I took a bite out yeah. of it and tried to nibble on it. He was well, dainty. Yeah. I, it was that or let, have it go everywhere on the table. Right. So. so what do you think of them? Yes. I'm... It, Texturally, yes. Once it starts to lose the freeze, oh yeah. See, but the the thing is, is I wanted them to come out just a little bit before I served them, because I didn't want because I wanted the chocolate to come to temperature. I was hoping that the banana wouldn't completely mm. become a mush ball, which it is. It's a mush ball. It is. 
Yep. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I mean, taste <laughs> taste wise, it's what you would expect. But yeah, it, it's good there. It's just that that the mushy banana. Yep. It's not. And the only time I like mushy bananas is when I mix it with uh, making banana bread mm-hmm. or I'm putting it in pancakes for banana pancakes. Otherwise, it's... It's like a chocolate-covered swamp. Yeah. Chocolate-covered <laughs> booger slime. <laughs> yes. So if you want the recipe, <laughs> you guys... <laughs> That's half of it. <laughs> Nasty. But the chocolate is delightful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And that, that was... Uh, is that uh, Trader Joe's chocolate? It's not. Nope. I what? get this brand. Man, you go to all sorts of fancy places. I do, and when, uh, when we finish the show, I'll show you the brand because I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's something really cool, like not like your ordinary chocolate chips or something oh, okay. like that. It, yeah, the chocolate, which what I first tasted, was really good. But that, uh, yeah, that mushy, mushy uh, banana slime in the middle is like... Pre-chewed uh, by your baby <laughs> when they hand you their spoon and you're like, oh, come on, Dad, you want some? Or drink my backwash mm. water. See, that's why I was never meant to be a parent, because I can't see me ever being, oh, yes, this is delicious. Let me drink your backwash water. Oh, really? I don't see that. See, I wasn't, I was, I didn't do that with my kids. I, I would uh, sit on the couch and I'd share a yogurt with them. I'd sit between them and we would share a yogurt together when they were young. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once kids get to be, I think I've said this on the show before, like four or five, uh, they start to eat cooties and I, you know, I don't want to eat, eat after them after that. Yeah. That's it. They can eat after me. Uh-huh. But I ain't I ain't eating after anyone. Yeah, all that slobber and <laughs> leftover bits and stuff and yeah, nope. <laughs> all right. Well, that was uh, interesting. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's move on quick. So I don't. I'm gonna try my best not to grab another one and just try to eat the chocolate just off eat of it. it just because I mean, you could do that. Yeah, you know, I could try, but it's still gonna have banana slime. Blana, on it. Yeah, Ugh. that's true. All, all right. right, moving on. So, if you guys will recall. The question was posed by our, my neighbor, our friend, Ileana. Oh, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. If, and, and a friend friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> if if you could get in a time machine and your safety was guaranteed and you could go back and you could take out any evil person that you wanted to with oh, no right. repercussions. Right. We featured this on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? And um, and we asked you to respond. We did, and you indeed. did respond. And Jana has some of your responses right now. I do. Um, thank you, by the way, everybody. Thanks for responding. So one of our listeners, Teresa, says that uh, no, she believes that we all came here to learn and grow and make choices. To remove someone is not my place. Agency is a sacred gift, even if that moral agency is used very poorly. This hmm. life is a brief moment in eternity. Our listener, Alan, said... Wait, I'm, I'm marking this down. Teresa is pro-Hitler. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alan agrees with Teresa. He says, besides that, what was that movie where someone endangered their existence by tampering with the past? Or was that a TV show? Actually, it could have been several. Or yeah. both. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Charlene said, it's an interesting question. I'm not sure I would really want to rid someone, even if it was Fauci. Oh. Well, and along she gets a ding for that for some reason. Along that same line, um, our friend uh, and listener Mike said that um, he would take out <laughs> he would say he would take out Pelosi, and as an honorable oh mention, gosh. he would take out Hitler. Wow! Uh, there were a couple people <laughs> that just said no, that no, that they would not go back and take anybody out. My sister Anel said 
that if she could do that, she would take out Satan because he's the reason for all of the bad people oh. in the world. If she could take out him, then we wouldn't have that kind of evil in the Interesting. world. Another friend so who... So she wouldn't go directly for Hitler, so I'm right. going to put her into the Hitler into the... lover category. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, first of all, said I could, and I mentioned this person um, when our friend Chor was on on the phone, who said I could kill people, but I don't know if I would because what would be the difference? But then upon thinking about it a little bit more, this person uh, was abused by one of uh, his parents, and he said I would go and take out all of the child molesters, and I would have no problem with that. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so. If you, if more of you would like to comment, we're always open to hearing what you have to say. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. At Snack a Little. Or, you know what? Call our Google Voice line. We have a Google Voice line. You can call in. It's not live or anything. You can call and leave your message, mm -hmm. and uh, we may use it on a future show. That number is 909-572-0278. All right. So I also wanted to bring this up because we are moving to cold, cold and flu season. Did we ever leave it? Seems like we've been in it for two years now, but I think know. we're only in one season. Okay. It's Just not one. cold and flu. It is coronavirus season. <laughs> um, but you've got for the next fifteen years. Oh, let's pray not. <laughs> so, I most of you would probably agree that there are different foods that we can eat, and and they can have some uh, surprisingly. Uh, healthy benefits. Right. You've got the last of the summer sweets that are moving out for the season. And I read this and uh, I wanted to share this with, with everyone because I thought it was great and I hope that some of you will too. So. Well, summer's well over now. Well, some places, but not here. <laughs> oh, that's true. If you go down under. Right. It's just starting. Might. Not that they would know, be, unless you're out there getting, never, I'm not even going to oh, go no. there, getting beaten by the police <laughs> for not wearing your mask. <laughs> oh, that's for another show. <laughs> so did you know that enjoying one cup of blackberries daily visibly reduces fine lines and redness in just 10 days? Fine lines and redness where? Wherever, on your skin. Wherever. <laughs> Wherever you want to get rid of fine lines and redness. <laughs> well... Sometimes so, some people, they just chat my ass. Scientists credit the blackberry pigments, they call them tannins, that soak easily into the skin cells, and they act like a natural sunscreen, which is part of the reason that you can start to... Um, Wait, are you supposed to rub these on down? your body? No, you eat them. Oh, so as you say, rubbing berries they, on your body, I think I rented that It encourages once. the formation of healthy new epidermal cells, Mark. Hmm. Uh, here's, here's another great one. Biting into a pear could perk you up in 20 minutes and keep you energized for two hours. Uh, Portuguese scientists say that pear skins, see, but so you got to eat the skin. Sometimes I'm a peeler. You don't like pears? Pears? Have... Pear skin, I don't mind. Apple skin, depending on the type okay. of apple, bothers me sometimes. Pear skin's very delicate. It, took, it, it took me about two weeks to finally make my pear skin rug. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, you'll be happy to know that those pear skins brim with compounds that stimulate a sluggish nervous system. Wow. And they boost levels of the energizing neurotransmitter dopamine. And dopamine is Ooh, good for all yeah. of us. You find them bland? Try a comice pear. They're sweet and juicy, and they have a silky, smooth texture. Mm. Where's that porno music? I don't know. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Try a comice pear. Oh, yeah. Do you want to know why? Because mm. they're sweet. 
When you're feeling foggy and scattered, nibbling on a heaping cup of grapes could boost your focus and concentration by 60%. Wow. Canadian it also It'll also boost your output by 60%. I well, tell you. Well, that's true. Have that's you ever true. eaten a bunch of grapes and then you go sit on the toilet and then it's just, yep, yep. It was right There's a cleanse right there. Fiber. Canadian researchers say grapes polyphenols switch on enzymes that help brain cells quickly soar up and burn blood glucose for fuel. Say that five times fast. <laughs> for a tasty twist on your favorite salsa recipe, swap out tomatoes for chopped seedless grapes. Now that I might have to try sometime. I don't know about that. Well, you might have. You might find out sooner than you think. Uh, all right. A belly flattener. Whoa. Slimming just got a whole lot simpler. British scientists say you'll lose weight 33% faster on any eating plan if you enjoy one cup of cantaloupe daily. That wouldn't be hard really? to do, would it? Really? No, not at all. I love cantaloupe. That's because the fruit's carotenoids switch on genes that help muscle cells soak up and burn fatty acids for fuel before they can be shuttled into fat cells for storage. Really? I like the word shuttled. Wow. I need to use that more. How about a mood booster? We could all use that, right? Two right? years of... <laughs> <laughs> if a go, go, go day is making you feel stressed, 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 I added the extra two stress because I'm clever like that. <laughs> Enjoying your favorite plum-rich treat could help you feel calm and happy in just 10 minutes. Scientists say that smell and taste treatment and research found it at the... Smell and taste treatment and research foundation. They say that the fruits... Neochlorogenic acid activates the brain's limbic system to increase the production of calming mood-boosting alpha waves. And this is a, a plum, did you say? A plum. Oh, man. I like plums. I think I that we should tree. take a moment and of silence for how amazingly well I did not screw all those big words up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And finally, a pain ender. All of us in pain, let's all listen to this, okay? Nothing says summer like fresh, juicy watermelon, and savoring two oh. large slices daily could help you tamp down even chronic headaches, muscle pain, and joint stiffness really? in as little as one week. That's because this picnic, picnic staple contains nutrients, citrulline and lycopene, that dampen inflammation, calm muscle spasms. I didn't know that. Well, I, I know either. that now. And soothe overactive pain nerves. Holy cow. Wow. No wonder everyone loves watermelon. So eat plums, eat watermelon. Eat cantaloupe. Grapes. Rub berries on your red, <laughs> Lens. red areas. <laughs> and pears. And if you want to get fancy, have that Comis pear. So I wonder, I, now I've had red pears. I've had the uh, green pears and the yellow pears. The Comis right? is like a green pear, oh, but yeah, it's it embarrassed. Like a, yeah. It, it looks like a... a uh, oh, I can't think of that kind of apple. Anyways, Jan is holding up a picture it's of it. It's blushing. It's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, it's a green pear, but it has a blush to it. You know, I never thought of getting a pear tree for my garden, for my uh, orchard that I have. That that's actually would be a be good Be sure idea. to get a partridge if I, you do. You have to. If not, I have to at least go to the uh, craft store and get a fake dove or yes, something like I'll that make one and for put you. it in there. Maybe jewel it. <laughs> By the way, it's C-O-M-I-C-E for anybody wondering. Comice. Com comice. Or comice. I would say Comis. Well, 
either or. So you got something to share with me. I do. So I have a song, and this time it's a song. So uh, we talked about this on the show before, and I've shared stuff like this. Uh, it's a song that the artist who we know sings it, we assume they wrote it. Or okay. they had something to do. You know, they, they it's their song. They certainly made it theirs. Okay. Well, so I have one of those songs, and I have the earliest version of that that I've been able to find. Oh. And I have to cut in a little bit in the middle of the song because the opening will give it away right away. Okay. But this may not. And this is, I believe, from like 1927. And this is, okay, so this is not the one I would be most familiar with. No, but okay. you would know this song. I'm sure at some point, now I haven't listened to this whole thing in my show prep, but I'm sure at some point that you will know what the song is. When I mean, when it goes into the chorus. It, it has not changed that much over the uh, years. Okay. But it certainly uh, has actually been recorded a number of times, which I'll go into when I start talking about the detail of that. It was actually written in 1926 by Vaudevillians. Is that right? Vaudevillians, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, Lou Handman and Roy Turk. With, well, I can't say the rest because the rest will give it, give it away. So it was written by a couple of Vaudevillians back in 1926. And I believe this is a 1927 recording by a, a recording artist back then. I'm sure our audience is going to know this person. Charles Hart. No, no one's going to know him. <laughs> just quickly, I'm going to just interject. It will be right. interesting when we play this back because I just heard, did you hear? I heard something, but I know we have a freeway outside of our studio and sometimes it might, uh, that might be it. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Hold on, I got to write down the time stamp on this so that I can go back and listen to it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so here's our here is our song that I'm going to uh, examine cool. today. Here we go. Tonight I'm downhearted For though we have parted I love you and I always will And do you know the song yet? Well, for one thing, it sounded like he said, and that's that I farted. <laughs> no? Because I don't remember a song like that. Hey, maybe, I love maybe you did. and I always will. I mean, I feel like I should, but no, the tune's not, the tune's thrown me for sure, but the lyrics make me feel like, yes, well, it, I should know this. And I got to say, it is interesting. I, it, I don't understand until that last line. I didn't understand exactly what he was saying either. And this is clearly an English recording, but it almost sounded it almost sounded it almost sounded like it was a, a pitch in English or something like that. But certainly it is in the 1920s style, you know mm -hmm, what you expect. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, go a little bit longer into I this. While I'm so lonely, I'm writing you only to see if you care for me. You know what's interesting is he's rolling his R's. Hmm. Yeah. That is so strange because that's a that's a Spanish thing, the Spanish right. language, not yeah. certainly not an English thing. Nothing no. that I would expect from nineteen uh, twenties, uh, you know, America. So I wonder if he was being like, I mean, if it's, it's if it's vaudeville, then he's being like extra. Well, the writers are vaudeville, extra. but yeah, it could it could be. It could be. I, I'm now see now. I'm debating whether to go a little more with this or with another version of it that was also around that same time period. Oh, I feel like a failure because so far it's like ah. Uh, huh? Okay, 
And see, I can give you a hint. I don't want to give you a hint, but uh, I'm going to move on to another version. This one I have not heard yet. I just queued it up to the after the opening, so I'm curious to hear if this is a man or a woman, because the name, the person who sung it this time is named Vaughn. And I don't know if Vaughn is, is that a man or a woman's name? What do you think? V-A-U-G-H-N? Yeah. I would think a man. Okay. Here we go. I love you and I always will. Doesn't sound like a man. And while I'm so lonely, I'm writing She's got a goat voice. Now, this artist, Vaughn DeLeith. There you go. She was known as the radio girl. So she was popular as the radio girl. So now you know the song. Yes. She's rolling her R's. Memories. These first two songs, I'm imagining somebody like cranking up the record player to get it right. to the right speed. Well, these these know? were off of 78 records, these recordings, according to the uh, details here. And they're recorded around the same time. I mean, with, I think these are both 1927 recorders or recordings. Look at how far we've come with music because... I would say they were in the same room. Sounds yeah. like, you know, she's right. right at the mic. The pianist is back there somewhere. Right. There's, yeah, the, the, the production level. I mean, it's fine, but I mean, right. Right, we've come well, Especially for back then. This is actually off of an Edison 78 record. I mean, he's behind her. You know what I mean? Right. He's somewhere, I don't know if he's behind her, but he's not, obviously not right at the mic. So now here's a little bit about that. In fact, I should play the uh, the version, of course, that you know that was made famous, that you know who the artist is for that. Who, who's the artist? And she's taking a swig of milk. You really want me to tell them? Because <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> this is from the 68 Comeback Special. This is a, it says a, it's a special 50th anniversary remaster. I don't okay. know if that's of the video or of the audio. Bring, bring but that's what this recording okay. is. Baby. And he, and he starts off. See, now the other two songs, they had a longer opening. Yeah. Because this song, to me, just starts off with Are You Lonesome Tonight? The version. Right, that's right. The, the yep. mm-hmm. But the other ones actually had, in fact, I'll go back to the Charles Hart one. This is the original recording of, of the song. And this is the uh, intro to that song. obviously raining when they recorded this <laughs> see so that's why i couldn't play the beginning of those two songs because the original thing had that yeah uh i'm not musical enough to know it what makes that's sense to me now that the it was like it's, i don't know it's kind of familiar but you know what i mean even their approach is different because elvis um he's a crooner you know he right. kind of swings into the to right. the notes, like Crosby and um, Dean Martin. A little right. bit. Here he goes. And this is live in front of the audience. Dead serious, Mama. Calm and serious, Mama. And then there's that steel guitar. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me? 
Banging the tambourine because it's like no, I think that's his little uh, rhythm group behind him. Huh. It's like the foot drum and the tambourine are like right yeah. there. You can hear his background singers. Uh. Do you hear? He's great. Alright, so I'm gonna turn him down a little bit while I read a few. Is it this in the later days? Uh, 68. This is a 68 comeback special. Songs written in 1926, as I said, with three verses followed by a spoken bridge. So you know he does the spoken oh, right. bridge in yep. this. Yep. That was in the original song. Oh, Here he goes. Goodness. is he drinking? <laughs> I think he's just goofing off. This okay, is the 68 okay. comeback spot. This is the big one. Okay, so he's still singing. So it says that each and each much play a part refers to, obviously, all the world's a stage from William Shakespeare's As You Like It. And it said the, the recitation is printed on the inside back cover of the initial, adi- original 1927 sheet music. And called you. Al Jolson record this. Uh, there was uh, orchestra. I mean, this was really popular back in the late 20s, this song. Huh. Okay. In 1950, it was recorded by the Blue Baron Orchestra. Wow. So it... It's This song is... This song is hit. a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Al Jolson recorded the version with the Spoken Bridge on April 28, 1950. Interesting. He had quite the vibrato, the king. Oh, thank you, thank you, Mama. Go and get me a. So there you go. You think here's a song that is to me, that is. Oh wait, hold on. It's moving on to the next thing. I got to cancel out of that. Um, it's that's an Elvis song. Totally. Totally his song, but it's not. And it's so much easier to recognize it when it's done by Elvis. And you know Elvis. what? I don't want to throw any shade on Elvis, but I, you know, I watch a lot of uh, uh, porn mus- music. <laughs> <laughs> I told you don't say that during the show. Uh, <laughs> I watch a lot of musical documentaries and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't. I didn't research this. This is just pulling this out of what I recall. Elvis never wrote any of his songs. He played wow. everyone else's songs, not one. This was something that was stated in, 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 on a guy that has a really good channel on YouTube. And I believe he said Elvis never wrote any of his songs. Well, I don't think he's the only one. I mean, it'd be interesting any to do them. a little bit of, of research on that. I mean, okay, you know what? Here's, here's a, a good example. I, okay, well, it's not that good of an example, but I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> Barry Manilow writes the song. I write the song. He hasn't written all of the songs that he performs. And you'd think, okay, he's singing the song about how he writes songs, but they're not all his. But he does write the songs of love and special things. But how many of those songs did he end up actually writing? Now, come on. That's a whole different segment. I got to write that down for a new. But he he does write commercials. Yeah, right. 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 He did the 
Yeah, McDonald's. I'm stuck on Band-Aids. Oh, did he Band-Aids that? stuck right. on me? That's right. He did the uh, You Deserve a Break today, I believe, for McDonald's. Okay. He did... Um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Dang it. We're going to have to do a Barry Manilow totally. special. We're going to do a tribute to We're going to see if we can get him in the studio. Right. Is he still with us? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> because he is. <laughs> and did we... Oh, we, that's right. Because did we, did, we, did we talk about this on the show that we've decided he's gay and has he come out yet? And he has. Oh, well, I okay. don't know if he's like come out, come out, but he's more or less come out. <laughs> All right, so this is the, the the final test for you. Oh, now by okay. the way, the, the song has been done by modern people. Modern, more. Mo- I mean, I, I don't. I still consider Presley modern in our lifetimes. He was around in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's more modern people that have done it. But this is someone that I'm going to see how quickly you can identify. Okay. Who this singer is. All right. Here we go. Okay. Big test for Janet. Oh. Huh? You figured it out yet? Is it country? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Well. (laughs) I actually had a big hint to throw at you there, but I'm like, I'm not going to. Okay. All right. We're going to start at the beginning again. Here we go. Okay. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me? Oh my gosh, this is the first time I've heard this, by the way. It's a female. <laughs> and I know who this is? Am I going to be surprised? You, you know exactly who this is. Are they known In for fact, their singing, you know, though? You know who it is. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to extend the quiz here. I'm going to start at the beginning again. And when you know who it is, you say stop, because I want to see how far into it. And I will stop when you say stop. How far into it before you recognize who it is. Okay. Are they known for their singing? Yes. Because the... You're going to know. This is, there's no doubt you know who this person is. Because this is so no far. Doubt. This no is, doubt. Okay, but so far, no this doubt. is like. I'm not giving you any I mean, clues. I could do that. I'm not giving you any clues, but you have okay. to say stop. Okay, okay. And then I'll stop. And okay. when you. When you... your answer well i thought it was a female but now i'm wondering if it's air supply no it's 40 48 seconds in you still don't know so i'm going to continue till okay. you get it okay and i'm going to talk over it just to screw up the robots that want to cancel us because we're playing music promote music that's somebody i should know oh definitely I can't believe it's this person. Are you lonesome tonight? So, okay, when they did that, 
and there's a little tiny bit of a... I wonder if you're lonesome tonight. You know, someone said that the it's world's a, dude. a stage, and each must play a part. It's a dude. Yep. Fate had me playing in love with you as my sweetheart. That's why you were totally thrown off. I was too. Act one is when we met. Well, I mean, I did wonder if it was the air supply guy. You read your lines so cleverly and never missed a key. So the speaking voice should help, right? Then came act two. Right. And they're known for their singing. You seem yeah. to change. You acted strange. <laughs> and why? I really I wonder if any of our listeners have this album, this person's Honey, music, and knows that that you lied knows right away who this me. was. You, and you should know no who it is. To doubt you. And you're usually go on so your good at this. Then to go on living without Not you. Not David Cassidy. Now the stage is bare. And I'm standing Why should I know who this is? With emptiness all around. <laughs> and if you don't come back to me, then they can bring the curtain down. The spoken version. Back to the girl singing. Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? <laughs> you should, man, the, the expression on Jana's face. Just, she's trying to guess who this is. Are the higher registers more like this person's voice? I'm not sure because I, you know. Because when they strain a little bit and get just slightly. How old is this version? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, hold on. A commercial came on. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> no, I want to hear about why my liver is in danger. <laughs> oh, man. And this, and that, that is, this is, this is from this person's official Facebook, I'm sorry, official YouTube uh, channel. Uh, and I know who this is. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That is so weird. That is so odd. That I don't know, or no, it's so odd who it is because it, it it didn't sound. Like, I hadn't heard it either. Are they known for rock? I had not. Well, because when they when they see, do some the, of the higher registers, they get just a little bit um, growly, just a little tiny bit. Right. Well, here's the problem. I can't tell you that because that will be too big of a clue. Although I guess I got to give you a clue. <laughs> the thing is, the clue the, the clue I want to give you is is too oh. is so obvious that you're going to guess it and you're still not going to believe it. It's really bothering me, but yeah, I got nothing. So I mean, you asked if it was a, it was what 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 did you ask if they're the last thing you asked? You remember what you just asked? Was it rock? Oh, rock, yeah. It's a little bit. Johnny Osmond. Yes. <laughs> it's a little bit rock and roll. My other my other clue it, instead of that one was going to be I was going to say teeth. I know. By the way, I'm related to the Osmonds. <laughs> By well, marriage, but still. Well, you cannot, you cannot, that was, there must have been a young, I have no idea what year, because that was just, I just popped that up yeah, on that, YouTube. that's. Donnie Osmond, it totally sounds like, like a girl at the up beginning. or something. That's off his official YouTube channel. So that's got to be when he, okay, so it's, okay, here's my guess. That's got to be like in his late teens, early 20s. Oh my god. Because gosh. I know, I, I think I know his voice pretty well now <laughs> as an adult. Right. And I know his little, I love the little. You know, the Osmond Jackson 5 sound. So this must have been when his voice was changing a little bit. Uh, it's a crack what up. What a trip. But he's actually he has a Las Vegas shows coming up because it's... Uh, I'm, this, I so want to go. This YouTube channel is his official site. Yes, so you guys, stuff like I do want to go to the Donny Osmond I show go, in I Vegas. I go with you. I go Let's with you that. to that. Let's do that. I go with you. 
Um, it's just so funny. <laughs> and why did you think I should know? Because of my religious preference? No, because you were a teenage girl and you, you, you know mentioned what? David I never, Cassidy. I was, yeah, I did. So, I mean, it's the same era. That's true. I was never into the Osmonds. I mean, I really one of my best friends, Kara. If you're listening, your family, hello, and I love your you. family heritage, religion is is uh, is uh, Mormon, and you you weren't into the Osmonds. <clears throat> no, I mean, I was aware of their music, but I wasn't into them like some of the girls my age. Wow, it was Tony DeFranco for me. <laughs> Heartbeat, well, so it's a love beat. You know what's Tony so funny DeFranco. about Donny Osmond nowadays? And I think I what? spoke to you about this off the air. Uh, uh, you know. So they're running commercials for his Vegas show that he has uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And the commercial, maybe it's on radio, it must be or something, but they said, and Donny Osmond, and the voice comes out, and they called puppy <laughs> love. Like, that's Donny Osmond when he was 12. Right. It's like ridiculous. At least have a more, I mean, it's like soldier of love. Something, yeah, or something that, or even have him singing puppy love. But well, he's got a new album when out. he's older. See, you are a fan. Well, because I know he's going to be in Vegas, Geek so I've check. been researching. <laughs> All right. All right. Saved well, that means by the <laughs> saved by the paranormal corner, corner sting that brings us into our paranormal corner. So, well, what do you have for is. us this week? Well, you know, I think that uh, we need to hear some true stories about things that happen at hospitals. I have heard a lot about this from different people, and I would love to get actually a couple of nurses on the show sometime. I've heard a lot of people say that they have a lot of freaky things that happen at hospitals, that they see people that are there one minute and then they're gone the next. Oh, interesting. um, Apparently there are, it's it's a haunting ground. All right. Well, that would make sense. You know, a lot of people do pass in the hospital Mm -hmm. and sometimes... You know, our pop culture has taught us that they're they get attached to the last place they were. That's right. why ghosts go yep. to certain houses and all that. Or and, people that are sick, and maybe there's somebody who comes down just to be there with them as comfort while they're while they're ill, while they're recuperating. Yeah, and then disappear when the doctor when they say, "Hey, I, I like that person. He was really nice." And the doctors say, "What?" Or the person sees somebody in there talking to them, and they're like, "Well, the person told me that I'm going to be all right." And they're like, right. "What are you talking about? We've been here the whole time. There's nobody else here." But they know what they saw. Okay, how about this? They die within 72 hours of seeing her. I work in an LTC facility, and within lies the legend of the little girl. Many people have seen her, few have survived to tell about it. Quite a few residents have asked me, who's that little girl, and point to her. Coincidentally, these people would be dead within 72 hours of seeing her. Oh, wow. Turns out, about 10 years ago, there was a fatal car accident in front of our LTC. The victim, a little girl, about 10 years old. Here's the story Wait, of Wait, what's Maggie. an LTC? A, you know? a living training center. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I look either. it up. <laughs> Lifetime Must be some Brit- British channel. thing. Uh, Maggie, a couple retired, a couple, retired military captain and his wife Margaret sold their house to move to Florida. It so happens that they sold their house to the state and the state was going to use it as a resident home for mentally disabled teens. After closing, after the closing, but they, but before they moved, Margaret died in the house the captain had to move because the house was already sold do you know where i'm going with this yeah. that's what the person asked okay me. <laughs> okay but thank you for responding i'm glad you know <laughs> i'm invested <laughs> residents always referred to quote old lady that they always saw nursing staff just referred to her as maggie 
Now, late at night when the residents were asleep, if the staff put on the TV on more adult programming like Red Shoe Diaries, etc., <laughs> the TV would turn off and when turned back on would come on to a different channel. There was this one nurse. Hmm. It was like the house was out to get her. She'd swear that the carpet tripped me. When cupboards opened, knives would fall out, aimed at her. Turns out this nurse was eventually fired for abusing and stealing from the residents. Wow. Maggie takes care of her, quote, children. Wow. I worked as a CNA in a long-term... This long is, again, you're, you're reading someone I'm else's reading, stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I worked as a CNA in long-term care. We had one resident, Betty, who was totally independent. All ADLs were done on her own, and she did fine on her own. Never had an incident. The only time she wanted help was showers, and then she only wanted you around to make sure she didn't slip and fall. Betty came down with pneumonia and had to be hospitalized. When she came back, she was too weak to do things on her own, but too stubborn to ask for help. The last thing the CNA told her before going to bed was, if you want to get up, hit your call light and I'll come and help you. Of course she didn't. Got rid of the bed alarm, climbed out of bed and fell. Betty died from the fall. No one was moved into her bed. Bed C, that was Betty's mood. B mood. Betty's bed. bed. Uh, the following week, the call light for the room went off at night. Thinking it was the resident in bed B, I walked down to the room to see what she wanted. I walked into the room only to see the call light for bed B and A off. The call light for bed C, Betty's unoccupied bed, was on. Wow. My eyes filled with tears. I backed out of the room and made someone else turn the call light off. Backed out of the room? I would have been running down the hallway and I would have hit the door and, and put a cut cookie cutout of myself running in it. Arms flailed. Uh, the inspector. Okay. We have a gentleman that we call the inspector. He appears at the end of the long hall. Our wings are L-shaped. He carried a clipboard in his hand. When he shows up, a resident usually dies within the next couple of days. Wow. We've also had residents ring and tell us that there was a man standing next to their roommate's bed and that we should tell him to leave. Oh, my gosh. The roommate usually dies soon after. Wow. And then there's the children. Several lucid residents have reported seeing children in the halls at night. There's a children's home behind us where children have been abused in the past. Hmm. This is titled, She Said Rex. I was working a night shift job as an aide caring for a lady with terminal cancer on hospice at home, and I've done this for years. She was starting to slip and I woke her family, two girls and a DH. We were, that's designated hitter. <laughs> We were all sitting around. She was pretty quiet and peaceful. All of a sudden, she looked toward the door and said, Rex, Rex, you're here for me. I'm ready, and they won't let me go. I saw a shadowy figure come into the room and felt what? the creepiest evil spirit. I'm not normally spooked, but I was so glad that it was time for me to go home. Wow. I turned to watch the spirit, and the family was looking at me like, what are you looking at? The lady died later that day. Wow. A few months later, her daughter had been sick just not well not terminal and they called my agency to see if I would come and stay with him him at night for a few days until he was a little stronger that part confuses me yeah that didn't make sense I stayed two nights all kinds of weird paranormal stuff in the house voices in rooms that were empty sound of people moving around when everyone was asleep I decided I didn't care how sick he was or how much that family liked me I was not going to do another shift there <laughs> I'm going to do just a couple more. 
This is called Willy. <laughs> Willy. <laughs> a couple of stories from the unit. No, ding. <laughs> you know, you have a bell over there you can ding. I know, but I'm my hand is busy. <laughs> my hand is busy. Man, she really loves these stories. <laughs> oh gosh. You're gonna need your menopause fan. I do. Turning over red over there. <laughs> Except that my hand is still busy. <laughs> In bed. <laughs> Three. I Okay. Well, let's try this. A couple of stories from the unit. In bed three. Oh, there was a homeless private or patient. Patient. <laughs> called Willie. You know, with your hands playing <laughs> Willie in private. Should I even be in this room at this point? Well, the thing is, is I got to tell you, these are comments that have been sent through by nurses right and um i thought i needed to go back and take an english uh, bonehead english class because the way this stuff is punctuated and written it's like oh okay okay i'm trying to figure out the meter of what they were trying to say because ah. it's it's the pauses are really weird so anyway so you didn't read this in show prep or anything uh, not every single to, one of them okay. no okay <laughs> so so okay quickly going back all right here we Come, go wait hold on i gotta get three. back into the spookiness instead bed, of the bed three okay and the patient is willie <laughs> who thanks to modern medicine was kept alive for, I believe, around three months. No family to stop care. Willie eventually died, but patients who are in bed three will talk about their friend Willie, who brought wow. them a blanket or stopped by to talk. Wow. Bed three is at the end of the unit and has an ante room before you go in. You can't see directly in bed three unless you're in the ante room or looking at the room on the monitor. One night... With no patient in bed three, the monitor flips to the room, and a body was seen laying over the side of the bed, over the side rails, kind of floating. The room was checked, and no one was there. Wow. Another night, a nurse who has worked in the unit a few years saw someone sitting in a chair behind the door in bed three with her legs crossed. She wondered, since we have limited visiting hours, how a family member got in the room. She went in the room, and no one was there. Needless to say, she was freaked out. There was also another patient who was a young woman in her 20s who contracted necrotizing fasciitis, which is a flesh-eating disease, mm. from one of her kids who had strep. Wow. <laughs> Stay away from people with strep. She was in the unit a while and eventually died. One of the nurses coming on to the next shift wanted to know why the patient was standing on the backside of the unit with her twin daughters wow. holding their hands. Oh Wondering gosh. how she made such a miraculous recovery, she was informed that the patient had died earlier that day. And finally, this is called Never Open That Door. Mm, okay. In the morgue at my hospital, I would always hear knocking coming from inside the freezer. It really creeped me out, especially when the pathologist looked up. He grabbed my shoulder, stared me straight in the eye and said, you hear that? Never open the door when we're, they're knocking. Never. Oh, my God. It turned out to be some loose pipes, and he thought it was hilarious, and I never slept that night. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like a good place to end it. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. Oh. <laughs> All right, you guys, you got some ghosty stories of your own. Do you work at a hospital? And if yeah, you do, share. You do, share. You can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. At Snack a Little. Or Better yet, you can call our Google Voice line and leave a message at 909-572-0278. 
come on and let do us that. know your ghost stories if you're a doctor or a nurse that uh, has ghost stories from your hospital we want to hear it and feature that on a future show and did you know that was donny osmond yeah <laughs> i gotta know if somebody was like, like oh was girl some, do you not uh, know one. who this is <laughs> also if you decide to try those different fruits like every day or whatever tell me if it improves your headaches or gets Eat rid healthy. of those red lines and Unlike wrinkles me. in I'm weird gonna, places i have more chocolate <laughs> not that chocolate. <laughs> no, not the stuff with the bananas slime in it. <laughs> Swamp stuff. All right, we'll tell your friends, sign up, and we'll see you next week.